Beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. understand the scriptures is that whenever we see things in the scriptures, we must try to ensure that we apply them to our lives. Uh, because a, a revelation that is not applied is mere excitement. Praise God forevermore. No matter how powerful the revelation is, one of the challenges our, um, our generation so far for is they are, they are overloaded of revelation with little to no application. That's not the challenge uh, 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 Generation suffers from overload of revelation. Go online, you see revelation left, right, and revelation left, left, right, and center. And sometimes I look and I see, you know, some similar people that we say they don't have revelation, some that we say that they don't even have okay, knowledge, let alone revelation. But you see that they're even living lives that are more beautiful than our lives. So I'm going to have people talking about money and every other. You see the simplicity of their life, you see the, 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 the the, the integrity of their life, and you wonder, is it revelation of our Lord that is worrying us, or what is the challenge? The challenge is not with revelation of our Lord, the challenge is with revelation of our Lord without application. One of the signs of the end time is information increase. I listened to somebody, when I said something, they said, in, 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 they made us understand that in the early, in the early centuries, past centuries, and um, um, things, information changes within the space of 300 years. Say, so, but in this 21st century, information changes within the space of six months. Now, compared 300 years, information change and six months. But the distance, I can't explain. That's how we're told in the, in the 20th century, we're told we were in the jet age. But now we are told there were no longer in the information age. That means information is faster than jet speed. I get what I'm saying? So it is, it is normal, and there's nothing wrong about it. Why? Because the Bible says, and the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth like waters cover the sea. It is in line with prophecies. Seemingly, revelation overload is in line with prophecies. Amen. Amen. Seemingly, revelation overload is in line with prophecies. The knowledge of the glory of God, the knowledge, 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 knowledge. So how will the glory of God be revealed to men? It is through the knowledge of the Almighty. Without knowledge, God cannot be revealed. Without knowledge, God cannot be revealed. So we are one of the best times the church can ever have. Is a time of revelation overload. But now, the challenge will be if we live in such a beautiful time and we can make no use of the revelation we have. And that's what the challenge the young people of our generation have. So much, so much. With the click of your finger on the internet, you are getting information about it. This is not a time where ignorance is permitted. I get what I'm saying. Yes. Now you don't even need to go to the forwards of the university to be educated in some things. You can educate yourself in some things at home. Online school is there. Different, different resources are there. Both the ones that can destroy and the ones that can help you, they are all there. You choose what you want. 
But the challenge that we have is not the prophecy. The challenge is the application of prophecy. This same challenge is the challenge that has slain our generation. When we are chasing after prophecies, but we are not chasing after application of prophecies. Paul told Timothy that now they want to work on the prophecies that have spoken over you. After prophecy has been spoken, the next thing is to engage it in warfare. You don't play with prophecies. You pray with prophecies. But we have a generation that is so prophecy driven. It's so prophecy already. Now, the time I want their prophecy, I want their prophecy. But at this level, I am not looking for prophecy again. <laughs> I'm not against prophecy, but I'm not looking for them. I'm thinking of application more. How will I apply to be able to manifest? There's no prophecy you tell me that exciting. I've heard prophecies. Are you getting what I'm saying? I've heard prophecies. I've heard prophecies. What prophetic word have you spoken to my destiny? I've heard. Uh, um, that, that's why if you call me man of God, if you call me pastor, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Because I'm in the season of application, not revelation, not packing information, spiritual information that I cannot apply. If I can apply one revelation, I get what I'm saying? I believe it will be more than enough to sustain me. But we are so excited about packing revelation without being sensitive to applying this revelation. So it's a, it's a serious, you know, thing that the generation has to think of. Applying revelations. Applying revelations. Applying revelations. Because whether we like it or not, knowledge will give us increase. Yes. Because the Bible says the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will enable us. And I said the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the air like waters cover the sea. More revelations will come. More remark. More we call. More. Why? Go back to the Bible. See, the glory of God to consider a matter, and the end of things what? Search out the matter. God will keep bringing kings up. They will keep searching out and getting more insight into those ones. But I prefer that the you people in this generation will seek to hold on to what we have. If you went for a meeting and you got a revelation, just hold that one. Pray it to be. Press it in the realms of the spirit. Let it manifest. Because one revelation that manifests will make a revolution in the world. Only one revelation that manifests. Only one. I was talking to Pastor and I told her, I read about John Wesley. 100 years after he died, there was a city he passed through. A small a city he passed through. And 100 years after he died, in that city, when he passed through that city, all the alcoholic alcohol shops closed down when he passed through. 100 years after, the shops were still closed down. No alcohol shop working. And somebody came to the city and asked him, man, what is the problem? Why are there no alcohol shops here? He said, 100 years ago, a man called John Wesley passed through the city. And when he passed through the city, all the alcohol shops closed down. 100 years after, they are still closed down. And I said, God, what are we lacking? What are we lacking? Through the night, I was praying. Wake up and pray, wake up and pray. Because my heart is bleeding for what is happening to our societies. Now, I believe in revival, but I believe in reformative revival. Yes. Revival that we sack devils out of cities. How can people become so beast-like and the church is still there? No! It shows that we are not hungry enough for real revival. We are hungry for money. We 
You are hungry for houses. You are hungry for wives. You are hungry for cars. But we are not hungry to see our society sanitized. Where people can wake up and they begin to make choices that are contrary to the will of God. And they tell you it's their choice. That means the way it's going, people can wake up one morning and say, I want to do this, and then nobody can stop them. That is when the devil is causing the society to head to. And the church is the check to the devil. It's the church! It's not the judiciary. It's the church! It's not the military. It is the church! We are the check to the society. But when the sword loses its servant, how then can it ever produce results? The resurrection was targeted to a set of people. And we have seen this set of people. The last time we saw it was somewhere the 11. The 11, those that walked with him, those that have hold with him, it was targeted to them. It was targeted to them. Yet, they called it idle talk. They called it idle talk. How many a times have we called the power of God idle talk? How many a times have we called the workings of God idle talk? Oh, how I cry for a generation that will take charge of cities. Amen. How I look for a generation that will take charge of cities. Amen. Oh, that will dominate. Hundred years after. I didn't say hundred hours after. We didn't say hundred months after. We didn't say hundred weeks after. We didn't say hundred days after. Hundred, a hundred years after. The effect of passing or passing through the land was effect. And I tell you, his ministry was not characterized with many of the gymnastics we're having today. No gymnastics, just a man sold down to God. Preaching and preaching and preaching throughout the city and they drove him out of the city. He preached and they drove him out of the city. You are preaching and people are. I know the truth about that thing. He was preaching to minors, 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 poor people that you say have no future. They will go to mine. When they come, after their tired man, after their day's work of money, they were so tired. They will still come and listen to a man preach. Not a man do drama. Not a man provide. I don't know what is wrong with this generation. Not a man call people's names and phone number. Not a man do deliverance. No! He wasn't doing deliverance. He wasn't calling people's name and phone number. He, I'm not against those things. Don't get me wrong. He was not, he was not doing deli- uh, 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 miraculous. No! All he was doing was preaching. Preaching and men will leave their mining after they go for their mining job. They are tired. Some of us don't understand the way those mining jobs were. The mining jobs were underground. They used like a well eh, to with rope. You know the way you stretch at them. The well has the rope uh, with the bucket, and you turn the this and it goes down. It brings the water, you turn it back. But that's how they take people down. That's how they go down the mine. So the oxygen they get is from up that. So if they close that in the oven, risking their lives in that way, yet they were waiting to finish working so they can go and listen to a man that all he was doing was preaching Jesus. Because he had an encounter with Jesus. He was not preaching God be bless you. He was not preaching miracle money, miracle wife, miracle husband, miracle. I'm not against this thing, don't get me wrong. But I'm telling you, if this a man could stand preaching and people were hungry, where has that hunger gone to? It's not, it's not, it's not uh, 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 um, technology that removes your hunger. It is where we have been preaching it. 
that remove the hunger. Time did not remove the hunger. We removed the hunger. Because we 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 we, we, we fell for their gifts. They told us they need us to preach what they want. They told us they are poor, so we have to preach that God will make them rich. And if we don't preach it, they will not come to church. And we have to succumb to their what? Demands. And started using the Bible to feed their loss. And they grew and became problems on our necks. He was preaching to poor miners and they were still coming. They were still coming. Martin Luther was preaching to people that are everyday people. Everyday people. And yet they were still coming. Weekly, carried lame men, uneducated men, everyday uneducated men. He carried them, wrote Bible out for them, wrote New Testament, wrote it, wrote it, and then published it. Published it. He wrote it out in English. Published it, manufactured it. Taught them New Testament. Oh yeah, take it and go and use to preach. These everyday men, these people that are not rich, they are not wealthy, they are not everyday men, they went out to the city and took the city by storm. We live tormented. He generated the devil in the generation. It was that serious that the Catholic is so troubled them that he, after he died, they excavated his bones. Bought his bones. Crushed the bones. Man, you have too much problem, too much problem, and then pour this bone on the river. And that same river is a river that goes to, to all the nations of the earth. And that's how weekly finally, finally spread around. They helped him spread around. These guys are not teaching what they teach today, they were teaching Jesus. Technology has not changed our message. We succumb to the demand of the people and change. Jesus remains the message. Jesus remains the message. Yes. The message that we that we serve the devil out of society is not, is not the seeker sending message. It is the raw revelation of Jesus. The raw, raw revelation of Jesus. They drove John Wesley out of the city. We are seeing problems in the city. Our miners will blow some water and they will go and the city. They are hearing what is making their, their mind We cannot make them do evil again. We cannot make them do bad. See, see, I know what the word of God can do. I don't need to tell you don't do or do. When I reveal Christ, Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 10, the grace of God that I get salvation has appeared to all men. Teaching them how to walk, avoid worldliness and every unholiness. When I reveal the grace of God to you, I don't need to shout. He will teach you. He will teach you. These guys became. Pays to the apostles because the apostles cannot make them do evil. They drove him out of the city. He said, No problem. They drove him out of the city. I see how somewhere to pay. He stood on his father's grave and he preached from evening till morning. I didn't say he did prophetic. How many of us can preach like that? How many of us can Twelve hours are talking. Apostle Paul anointed him. He preached. I'm not saying you preach more, you now do prophetic, you do word of knowledge, you uh, do the lay hands more, you dance more, you sing more. No, no. Preaching, is it from evening, not night, be Jesus, from evening till the next day. And men were still standing, listening. Why is it that you're only preaching for 10 minutes and people are sleeping? It's not technology that changes. We change. We dance to their tune. And now they have to keep playing the tune for us to dance to. I'd rather keep preaching to myself. 
and my family. Than to change the message because I need to dance the tune of men. No. And so this is what they didn't understand. Resurrection. God does not do anything without a purpose. He does everything with purpose and no point. Resurrection has targets. And this people that were targeted. Funny enough, many of them did not understand. Thank God for Peter. That even though to him it was like I do talk. Because the funny thing is that he had told them about it. But it was still sounding like I do talk. How many times has the Lord told us things and when we see it manifest, we start saying this thing is not real. Said even though it is sounding like what, like I do talks, I will see the words. I will let me go and check for myself. Let me go and check for myself. Let me go and check for myself. And today we need to understand the final purpose of resurrection. We've looked at the people that were targeted. This purpose is all encompassing. Are you getting what I'm saying? But it is for those who have been serious and not a personal sin. It's immediately target to us. Are we together? The other companies we see that we even actually um, uh, we saw the, the high priest, we saw the soldiers, we saw the eleven. Is that not so? Yeah, we saw them, and we see that all this kind they can find themselves in the church. Praise God forevermore. The Bible says the demons of God shall be begin from the household of faith. The household of faith. God is going to be pruning His house. God is going to be doing a lot in His house. And let me tell us something. Um, the work that the Lord is doing in his house, no matter how we try to sugarcoat it, it will happen. No matter how we try to stop it, it will still happen. God is still going to do his work. He's, still, he's already doing his work. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. He's doing it. So, no matter how we try to make it, it I'm telling you, see, the glorious mega church is emerging. It's emerging. And see, let the devil be, you see, when you see evil going on so much, when you see the devil, like it looks like he's finishing everywhere. Is this because he knows what God is already doing? He has to try to do what he can do first before the purpose of God fully emerges. And I tell you, all this wickedness we are seeing in the world today, all this whatever, whatever, you see, they are itching signs that the devil knows that his time is running out. I'm going to have in this world right now that the glorious church is about to emerge. The devil knows. He knows like no man's business. I'm telling you the truth, he knows like no man's business. God will be raising people like John High, praying high, who when they, when they go and kneel down and they pray for in, in, in tongues after a while, they just take the pleasure and go God will be raising men like John Knox. God will be raising men of passion and power. They may not, they will not be known for itinerary ministry. They may not be known for pastoring, they may not be known for, are you get what I'm saying? Martin Luther, Catholic priest, who told lecture, who finally they arranged him to go and sit down and be writing Bible. He was writing Bible, transcribing. Wycliffe, lecturer, Harvard graduate, went and started translating Bible. These guys, they were not in quotes pastoring mega churches. Pastoring churches, but they were on fire. God is raising those kind of men that they will begin to cry concerning society. Amen. They will begin to cry concerning society. Amen. 
and you see them, they will begin to, in their rooms, in their closet, pass the crease. Yeah. And you just wake up in the morning and see that people are dropping them like chickens. Yeah. You ask, what is happening? What is happening? Why are people dying? Why are people, people dying? Why are people, the, the news will not be, people, people are dying suddenly. Why are they dying? They will trace the source of their death to some men in their closet. Society will be sanitized. And it is coming. It is coming. It is, the devil knows that it's coming. He's fast emerging. That's why he's fighting crazy. Let me see how much he can take to hell. Or how much pain he can inflict on humanity. That's why he's fighting hard. Because he knows that the glorious of is fast emerging. At least some of us may pray. And some, some evils will end. Amen. In our time. In our time. That's why I don't know. People may not like the way we do, do ministry here, but man, if you see the evils in the land, you will never be moved to come and start a place of kind of preaching. You understand what I'm saying? How does your getting all those things you are asking for solve the problem in society? If you start seeking to solve problems in society, you don't need to fast and pray for some things to arrange your Yes! Money is the end product of needs problems of inanity. If you start crying, Lord, use me to solve problems in society. If that becomes a cry of people, Lord, you need to suffer. You start praying and praying. You start with this, the, the, the need of, of, of for example, uh, 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 people that are killing anyhow. Lord, let that end come to this wickedness. Start with that. Sometimes the way God metamorphoses our uh, answer, we don't know. He may start with God, let that end come to this wickedness. I don't know where that prayer will metamorphose you. And before you do, my needs are met. Let's get it right. And I pray the Lord will help the church. Amen. Especially the generation. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Verse 6 says, He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee. He is not here. He is risen. 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 The first thing we need to understand is another circle that, that, that God was trying to get um, communicate to by the resurrection where the people who we see go to look for the risen Christ in a dead sepulchre. The people who see go to look for a risen Christ in a what? He said, remember now, remember not how he spoke to you. That means they were trying to like, I don't understand why people are still coming here to look for him. He told you he was going to resurrect. So why are you still coming here to look? I expect you to have been waiting for him to come and meet you. But why are you coming to look for him in the wrong location? Now, when we look at this scripture, most of the over the years, all we have used, all they have used this scripture for is prophetic word. When people go to look for you where you were before, they will not see you again. Amen. And we shout amen. Yes, it's a good prophetic prayer. But we need to understand that there is something more to this thing. Now, over the years, as children of God, we have over the years looked for Jesus in sepulchres that he has long left. And the truth about it is that he said, in the book of Jeremiah says, Behold, Isaiah, sorry, he said, Behold, I do a new thing. Shall you not know it? Shall you not know it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Shall you not know it? Shall you not know it? That means to say, Before he does it, he tells you. That is why there is no new thing that God does that is a surprise to his children. Yes. God does not give surprises to his children. Before he does it, he tells you. 
Jesus is sitting here. Before he died, he told them, I will resurrect. So I'm not expecting this to be a surprise to you. I don't expect it to be an idle talk. I don't expect it to be to be to be to be surprised, to be to, uh, to be uh, what else again? To be uh, perplexed, to be shocked. God does not give men shock. Children of His children shocks. He tells us. He tells us. Bible says that I will not do anything except I reveal it to my servant, the prophets. So God does not act without speaking. And you see, the reason why most of us are experiencing surprises in our work with God and experiencing shocks is because we are either not listening or when he's speaking, we are not attentive or when he's speaking and we hear, we do not keep it to memory. The truth, these are the three categories of, people, uh, of, of response to the word of God that will make the things that God does become surprises and shocks to us. I get what I'm saying. In this disciples, Jesus told them, I will resurrect. That means why he was telling them I will resurrect? So we're not listening. I get what I'm saying. Secondly, why he was telling them I will resurrect? Some were listening, but they were not keeping it to heart. I get what I'm saying. And another category was those that were hearing, but they were not attentive. And whatever these three categories fall into, anybody that falls, any child will have into this category. When God does what He said He will do, it becomes a shock to us. Yes. And God does not give us shocks. And that is what makes us look for a reason, the reason Jesus in the dead sepulchre. Where that is expecting us to look for Him, to, to wait for Him to manifest for us. Now, this is what happens when some of the times we hold on to things that God has said, I have left. I have left. And let me tell you, when God has left a move, it has become a sepulchre. Are you getting me? Not just a sepulchre, but an empty sepulchre. When God has left an operation, it has become an empty sepulchre. But one of the challenges that children of God have is that we are not attentive to God. So when he has left a move and he has moved, when he has left an operation and he has moved forward, we are still going to look for him in an empty sepulchre, expecting him to be there, yet he yet is expecting us to be waiting for him for his next move. The disciples were not meant to come and look for him in the tomb. He gave them information ahead of time. So nobody will come searching for him. I even know you are afraid. Don't come and say So if I tell you I resurrect, I will resurrect. I don't need confirmation for my resurrection. You see, this is where another problem where Christians are. Because you see, Christians need confirmation for everything that God tells them. You see, that is likened to those who God has spoken to. And they say, no, I need confirmation. And at the end of the day, instead of getting confirmation, they get confirmation. Are you not saying? Because if God says, I'm going to do something, he doesn't need you to come and confirm whether he is. And you get what I'm saying? He doesn't need your confirmation. And the truth remains that when God speaks, he is his confirmation. So what other confirmation do you need? I don't understand what I'm saying. I, I, I get what I'm saying. When God speaks to you from his world, he says, so is every word that presented in my heart. It shall not return to me void. It shall come to me for what it was said. When God speaks to you, when his word speak, when he speaks to you, his own word. Now let me understand something. The Bible says uh, 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 in Hebrew, it says the word of God is spirit and power. 
sharper than any two-edged sword, scarcely the dividing of soul and spirit, and searching the deep intent of the heart of men. When God speaks to you, if that word is quick, that means it's alive. Number two, that word is powerful. The Bible says the same power that raised us from the dead, dwelling you, he shall quickly your water with it. And that power is the, is the person of the Holy Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's the power of the most high. Are you getting what I'm saying? When he speaks to you, what happens is that he has released his sword, which is his son. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. And he has also released his spirit. <laughs> yeah, that means he has released his own self. So when God speaks to you, he doesn't need any confirmation because by right, the person meant to confirm God is his word and his spirit. Are <laughs> you getting what I'm saying? Yes. That's how I told when you hear a word of prayer, you go back to the word. It's the word of God that confirms that thing in every light is God speaking. Are you getting what I'm saying? But that's when you, that means the word, when there's a third party speaking, God, uh, speaking of, um, for God, that means when you're having a reported speech. But remember, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 says, God, who has some many times in the past, spoke to us through prophets, and in this time, spoken, in these last days, spoken to his son Jesus. Now, when God spoke, speaks through prophet, it is a reported speech. You cannot trust it. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have to go and confirm it from his son. Are you getting me? But when God speaks to his son, who do you to confirm his son? <laughs> That's why my most trusted and reliable means of hearing God is his word. It's his word. Yes. I'm not against prophecies. I've heard many. But what have you given me on this whole prophetic word, though? Yes. It is his word that I hear. I go and search. I search. I search. And I find. And I keep going. Crossover service this year. After my family and I go to crossover service. We are going to three years of family church in London. I said, God, imagine another crossover service by my family. Ah, God, what, what do you have to say on this matter? What do you have to say about this matter? We went to see. And I said, see, I heard the voice of the Lord tell me, when I hear that voice in my sleep, I knew it. I heard the voice of the Lord tell me. The first time I heard that voice, when I heard the voice of the Lord speak to me like that in my sleep, moved me, was when he told me, you shall build goody houses and live in them. Your red days are over. When the Lord told me that I was living in a box room, I call it a box room because it was a room divided into two. A box room. And I could not even pay my rent completely up there. I only managed to pay, I couldn't pay the remainder. And the Lord was telling me, this is what's going to happen to you. I went to meet some of my, my friends. We were we, we, we teenage, um, we teenage children together. And I said, there was something about my faith, I was too good my house. I was, you see, you see, those kind of faith that you knew you had, I was too good my house. I, and I believe the guy was like, well, this is a friend, he's getting, getting work. This room is staying in the room with this fan that is doing it. That there's no air coming anywhere. Seems like the, the, the oxygen level is low and it's worrying his brain. I told him I'll soon be my house. I said, I'll soon be my house. I'll soon be my house. I was walking. One year after that, one year, the word of the Lord came to pass. It came to pass. You know the funny thing? I was not even praying to God and asking him for I was not praying to God and believe you me, I was not praying to Him. What we were praying for was church. Church growth, church growth, ministry, explosion, just killing myself for church growth, for the work of the Lord in my heart to prosper. I was not asking the Lord for a house. What is my business with the house? When church has not grown yet. But you know this God is sad. I don't know why he behaves like that. Sometimes some things that you don't even need or you feel is not even important to you, you just carry and give it. Why? 
to make you know that the things that are important to you is more interested in them than you are interested. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. It gives you know things that seem not important to you to make you know that the things that are important to you is more what interested in them. And that's that's what I heard the voice of the Lord like that. I, I heard a number of times again. And I heard the voice of the Lord tell me. I heard the voice of the Lord in the sleep that morning, first of January this year, 2022. The voice of the Lord breaking and sit down. Ah, as I heard it, I was tired, but I woke up and I typed it out of my phone. I looked for the scripture and I located it. And when I woke up, I told Pastor, I said, This is what the Lord told me. I don't understand it. I, I was asking something else. And see the answer He's giving me. You see, He's the boss, He's the Lord. We cannot tell him your man still knows the way he wants. Yes, no. He's, he answers us the way he wants. That's how we pretend that God, God answers us the way he wants. The way he wants. We cannot query him, we cannot question. So what do we do? We accept it as it like that. And I thought the only thing we do is let us be praying that scripture. That's all I can do. How? What? The reason for that scripture, I don't know. In one the world, I was praying, Lord, Lord, talk to me, talk to me. Why am I not seeing the, the people coming and sit and everything that? And the Lord gave me a book, in, a, a scripture in courage as I heard it again in my sleep. I woke up. I looked for the scripture. I read it. I said, this scripture is not really talking about preaching Jesus. I said, yeah. He says, I'm talking about John, but Lord, you are telling me preach Jesus. Okay, I don't know. You are the boss. <laughs> you are the boss. And I wrote it. And I kept preaching Jesus. What am I going to say? He spoke the word. He did it. I didn't need to confirm. Oh, the Lord, I heard the voice of the Lord in my spirit. And I have used the word of God to confirm already. Then I'll now go meet a prophet and say, Prophet, see what I heard. See what I heard the Lord tell me. He might be, no, we are past, we are, we are past that. Yet. Are you going to say? Yes. We did it too. I'm not saying we did not do it. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Criticizing those who do it. Are you get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that your, your growth is stunted. No. All I'm trying to tell you is that you have to grow out of that level fast. I was talking to uh, 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 my pastor and I told him, see what I was see what I'm seeing from scripture, see what I'm seeing from the word of God. He said, Yes, that's it. Keep going on to the word of God. <laughs> no, in another way, say be at your level. At your level, you're not doing things. That means I cannot do now. And I've not done. You are not expecting me to tell you what happened. Is it not you? Say, say God told you. You say you are seeing for the word of God. The word of God cannot fail. Hold on to the word of God. So when, when God now speaks to you from his word, which is also his spirit, where are you going to confirm from again? Mm. That's it. Where are you going to confirm from again? And that's what Jesus was trying to tell these disciples. I the angels and I said, I look at what the angel said. He said, Look at what the angel said. He is not here, verse 6. But he is risen. Remember how we spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee? No, that was, I don't understand. Why have you forgotten so soon that he told you that he was going to resurrect? Why do you have to now come and check the grave? Why do you have to even come? You have no way to come to the grave at all. You don't have to come to the grave at all. There are some things that when God speaks, He doesn't expect us to do some things at all again. Because doing them could be an act of doubt and unbelief. Yes. You may be sincerely acting in unbelief with all sincerity. 
For them, it was a religious practice to one and pour spices on the body, maybe on the tail or whatever. But now, that religious act was an act of unbelief at that point in time. So there are even some seemingly religious activities. There are some seemingly practices that are not wrong. They may not be, let me use the word, from morality, they are not wrong. But when God has given a word, they become what? A sin. When you have them. They are not wrong. They are not wrong. They are not wrong. The Bible says, eh, eh, sin that was so encompassed with so great a cloud of them. Let us lay aside every weight and sin that is not beset us. Now, when you see the, the conjunction and this is meaning, both words go together. Say, so let us aside every weight and what? Sin. Weight and sin go together. Why? Because weight is not a sin. But if you carry weight too long, it can convert to sin, it can become sin. That practice of going to pour incense and spices on the body was a weight, a traditional weight that they have carried for long. But this man told you, I will resurrect. So in other words, I don't need these words. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? But you know, God in his mercy still allowed even their weight to not to become a basis of what revelation. Are you getting me? But now God knows that in his mercy. And in the season of wicked, because when I see that those women are also important, that you get what I'm saying. But there's a level where you go to where God will not expect you to carry and submit even when you are supposed to do. Ah, Jesus said, I'm resurrect. That's what he said. What are you coming to do here? We are starting to, to be waiting for him to show up. That means you are still, you, you are still acting in doubt and unbelief. Because if you actually believe that he said he will resurrect, you will not be coming to look for him in the in, 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 in sepulchre. Coming to look for him shows that you don't actually fully believe. You partially believe that he will resurrect. Possibly, what if he doesn't resurrect as he said? Like some of us use a backup for God. I get what I'm saying. They say you have to hold God and hold something. But adventure, God does not, you know, pull through what you hold as a backup will pull through. See, let me tell you, anything that stands as a backup to God is idolatry. So, some of the things we do, they are not wrong. But their weights. And these weights are telling us we, we want to confirm what God has said. Are you getting what I'm saying? And continuous carrying of weights will wear us down and make us start what? Becoming sinners. Or be practicing some sins. Are you going to not become sinners? We can never be sinners. We will not start practicing sins. Because we have allowed this. For example, the weight of unbelief is a dangerous weight. I, you know what I'm saying? Now, Bible says Abraham believed God and started doing for, for him for righteousness. Now, he believed God. He, he, at the point he said, God, what will you give me? Seeing that I go childless. That was kind of a sign of what not full belief. Are you know what I'm saying? There was a little, there was a little uh, presence of unbelief there. But when God gave him his God, he believed God. Now, it doesn't mean that we do not fall into and fall out of unbelief. Are you getting know what I'm saying? The Bible says the just man falls seven times and rises. We can fall into unbelief seven times. But so long as we keep rising up, we are right, fine. But when we now fall into unbelief and now relax and say, but this is a new life, that weight has become what? Sin. Are you getting what I'm That is the reason why, as much as possible, don't even allow the weight to come. When you start seeking a confirmation from God's word, when God has spoken from his word, then you are bringing in a problem for yourself. 
I told you, I told my pastor, see what I'm seeing from people. So they say that's true. Eh? It's not, it, that's what they hold on to it. What else did he tell me? Is it the Bible? I hear what I'm saying. Yes. Is it the Is it God? In fact, I, with the way he lives with me, I start becoming more careful with him. Because when you are dealing with somebody that you know he knows the word, and he knows he tells you God said it, and you have seen God do things through him, you have to be careful. Because some people have said the word that you become more prophet. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? And this is where a lot of us miss it. We miss it. We are trying to confirm what God has said to us from his word. And God's word is his word. God's word is eternity. The other category of people that God once came to reach out to was though, are those who are coming to look for a reason, the reason Christ in a sepulchre. Why? Because they are not too very sure. Maybe he may not rise. Or they were not listening when he was talking. Or they are forgotten due to fear and pressure. That's why the angels go now. Remember him. Can't you remember that he told you? That's why the Bible says you should uh, keep an eye to God's angels for out of it and the issues of fire. That's why David said in Psalm 1 I said, that What am I doing in my heart that I may not sin against you? And that's the reason why we must keep going to the word of God. You see, there is nothing wrong. I was reading the book of John. So many times, when I say God speak to me, I just carry the Bible and begin to read. So many times, we just have God to speak to you something that was concerning your pressing situation. But see, God does not speak from time. He speaks from eternity into time. So when God is speaking to you, some of the times you will not be speaking concerning your pressing situation. He will be speaking concerning your destiny. And that he be saying concerning your destiny. He may be saying, God, this problem now is a problem of financial crisis. But God is speaking to you concerning marriage. I am wondering, how does marriage and finances connect? Okay, even though marriage, maybe he's speaking to you concerning uh, 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 um, something that's entirely different from what you say. What is your present, present issue? I get what I'm saying. Well, how does this and that connect? The reason why it is that is because he doesn't speak from time. He speaks from eternity. And you don't have the right to, to, to use a, 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 a straight jacket to, to tie him and tell him this is how you must speak to me. If you say speak, one of your Bible will speak. Well, you said you must speak to me, he said, what is your problem? I see your mouth like this. Your ear is all you need to open. And your eyes. His mouth is his mouth. But believe you me, when he speaks, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. It may not be looking like that is the pressing issue you want him to speak concerning. But watch it. Give it some time. You will soon see that that thing he was saying. Ah. Yeah. What he was trying to do. Yes. <laughs> and these are the dynamics of the voice of God that we need to understand. I've been, I've been saying, Lord, speak to me, Lord, speak to me, Lord, speak to me, Lord, speak to me. And I'm reading the book of Judges. Imagine, sometimes I read those kind of books. You don't expect to hear. Because when you're telling me, you're dealing with issues like, like, you know, some issues. You don't expect to hear concerning those issues. But for me, I grew up as a student of the Word of God. So all we are looking for is revelation from God. I am look together. So let's get revelation. Share is God, speak to me. Let's get revelation. Let's open the Bible. Let us say something. Let us write. Write it. Make it plain. You don't know when that plain will become very important. 
But some of us, when we want to hear God, we just want to hear from God. Now, 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 now. See, now, now, eh? it is, I need 10,000 eh, dollars. Now, now, God, now. So speak to me concerning how to get it. And God said, no, 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 no. Who is the boss here? Are you the boss or the boss? Lord, I need 10,000 dollars. Lord, just speak to me. He may not speak to you concerning that 10,000 dollars, but if he says something, pick up his word. Give it a little time. That word is spoken to you. Just ask that, hey, this word is very relevant. And when God speaks, we don't try to confirm it, especially when we take it from scriptures. God's word is the only Every other author, they need to refer to other authors. Are you getting what I'm saying? They need to refer to other authors. They have what they call bibliography, they have what they call reference. Is that not so? Every other authors refer to other authors. But the only author that refers to himself is God. Yes. He said when he wanted to swear to Abraham, he looked and he saw that there was no greater than him in this world. And he swore by himself. He is the only one that refers to himself. <laughs> the only one that refers to himself. He's the only one that is his bibliography. He's the only one that is his reference. <laughs> That's the God we're talking about here. He's his reference, he's his bibliography. He doesn't need to refer to anyone. And Bible says, let God be true. And let every man be one. When he speaks, when he speaks, when you open scriptures and you get the remember, you get the remember, you get the word from scriptures. God has, you have got to know the confirmation of it. I get what I'm saying. Pastor was telling me of how Bishop Benebo said one day, he caught a lie from scripture and he called Baba Nebo and said, what is it again? I found something. I found something. I found something. Pastor said, ah. He said, I need to go and show you what I found. Ah, Papa said, okay, please let me in the office. Meet in my office. He drove from one end of Lagos to another end of Lagos. And the man, when he came back, said, who put this fire? He said, yes, so this way. Hope not for say, yes, so this way. He said, hope not for say, yes, Okay, so what is it you found? He said, I found the life of scripture. I can imagine what Papa would have done. Which can't be given this but you see, they were rejoicing at life. Look at what life is doing in their life now. Yes. That's why we are still rejoicing at life. Because there is one life between our life, eh? Yes. It will reconfigure our life. I've been shouting, God sent us here. Let's find out the identities we are saying, God sent us here. People are saying, let us win. It's life we saw. God said this is special. The world of seven modes. directly from his word, where you know that you are not twisting scriptures, where you know that you are not trying to use scriptures to, to, to fund your loss, where you know that this is straight from the spirit. When I told you, God said, you shall be really as if there, your dreams are over, that was the scripture. When the Lord told me the voice of the Lord, pregnant, said that. you know the funny thing, when your heart is filled with scriptures, God will speak to you in scriptures, he may never tell you verses sometimes. But there are times where God has spoken to me with verses. I hear it in verses. I hear it. 
When I see it like that, I don't need confirmation. Ask pastor. I just say, this is what I, I was, you know, um, yesterday, I, 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 the, one, the one I saw was, was, and I led us to pray in that line. Is that not true? It was in the morning. I heard it again. I heard it in my spirit. Open my eyes and I'm open my eyes and I'm seeing wonderful things from that Lord. I heard it in my spirit. After praying in tongues twice evening, praying in tongues twice evening, that was before the scripture. I opened up my eyes and I'm seeing wonderful things from the Lord. I heard it in my spirit and I went for it and I opened for it. When I hear it like that, I pick it up, I pray it. Why? God has spoken. When God, when Jesus spoke to them, He didn't expect them to come and look for Him in the grave. I get what I'm saying. He didn't expect them to come and look. You see, when God speaks to you and you are trying to confirm, you may meet a shock. <laughs> and sometimes, pray that the shock will not shock you back. When God speaks to you and you know that this is God and you are trying to confirm, you may meet a surprise. And the surprise may not be prayer. Pastor David is going about in a dream. She met in, 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 of her, in a dream. She met him. Uh, she, we, we, there was a man of God, and the man of God was from the side to her. I said, ah, this is you, you pan, called of God, and everything like that. And after that, she not letting the man of God that pro, uh, uh, the challenges we're going through, they're not problem, challenges. And no, this event was from the side, we are not told, she had not told him anything. But already from the side, you pan, genuinely called of God, the grace of God upon that. Just by telling the, the, the man of God the challenges we're going through, the man of God just filmed this after they climbed on the altar and started saying, you are not called. Why are you praying? You are the one who went to try to confound yourself. Are you getting what I'm saying? What God was very us was, my children, stick to what I've told you. Don't seek confirmation from no one. Um, Paul said it like he said, when the Lord called me, I, I confirmed not to flesh and what? Lord. But I went to Arabia for three years. Three years. Jesus did not expect them to come and spice any of his body. I get what I'm saying. Yes. Because you know that there will be no body for them to spice. Is it a resurrected body you want to spice? But because they wanted to act in their own way, they met a surprise. See, I want us, I want us to understand something in the church of Jesus. We must hold on to God's word now. The Bible is not given for us to use it as a software device or a hardware device. It is given to us to use as a manual. And you cannot edit it again. You cannot remix it. It is the word of God. I get what I'm saying? Yes. We must hold on to it doggedly and doggedly. Why? Because God's greatest confirmation is his word. His greatest, his utmost confirmation, I exalt my word above all my names. All my names. That is the, the one I gave to myself and the one that people have given to me too. I exalt my word above all of them. If this word is higher than all this name, what 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 other confirmation can it give? And then you hold on to scriptures and you go and look for a prophet to confirm for you. You hold on to scriptures. The people that God says not speaking to you again, you go and meet them to speak for speak to you what God has spoken to you. Then I never saw them. Jesus he expected to come and listen. He didn't tell them, please come and check me after three days. Is that what he said? He said, I will resurrect after three days. So don't come, don't bother coming to check. I will come and check on you. Wait, I'm coming, I'm coming for you. I'm coming to check for you. But, <laughs> but rather, when he was coming to check, you know, it amazes us that some of, that means that some of us go, go and check for God. 
Give it tight. Pay nothing. You are not checking on God. <laughs> Coming to the garden of sin, you are not checking on God. You are not checking for God. God is the one who checks on us. Who checks on us? That's why when the wrong motives is done, is used to do things in God's kingdom, we end up meeting surprises. And then we say, I'll be giving you this type thing does not work. This giving thing does not work. This fasting thing does not work. This prayer thing does not work. Uh, what does it mean? It doesn't work. I've been doing it doesn't work. The problem is that you have been trying to check on God. <laughs> that is not working. You have used a religious mindset. You have used a cultural mindset. You have used a traditional mindset to do this thing. It's our tradition. After every phase, we can spice up the body. Jesus said, I'm not a traditional man. Don't use your tradition for me. I am coming to check on you. You have respect. So it's most this is a class set, set of people that the resurrection was meant for. Those that have used traditions to work with God. Those that have used culture to work with God. Those that are looking for the resurrected Christ in the sepulchre. Why? Because either they were not hearing when he was speaking, or they were not attending when he was speaking. Or they didn't understand when he was speaking. Or they even chose not to understand. Or it could also be that they were in doubt. Possibly he's saying it but he did not do it. Yes, we have seen him resurrected. We have seen him do miracles. Well, how can you say somebody will respect himself? Let's be rational. Let's see, it's easy for you to pull somebody out of a pit. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes, the man was there. He's like the one outside pulling the man out of his faith can he help this man. Yeah, he can pull the man out of the pit. The last one says he can pull him out of the grave. Yes. When you're on top and somebody's in the pit, you can pull the person out. Is that not so? Yeah. Um, yeah. Jairus was like, yes, you can bring her back to life. It's somebody else that I bring back to life. But now, I mean, this man dies himself. Whose faith will he use to resurrect himself? He's dead already. But he didn't understand that the person of the Holy Spirit, which he breathed and there, and uh, uh, before he left, before he left, that was the same person that was going to resurrect him. He told them before that I will pray the Father to send you what? The comforter. He told them the comforter will teach them everything. But they didn't understand that the comforter's first role before teaching them was to resurrect him. And how would he comfort them? The first comforting was to resurrect him. So a lot of things led to their doubt and unbelief. And they still went to check. And in the check, they met surprise. I want to make us understand something. Whether for cultural reasons, whether for traditional reasons, whether for unbelief reasons, whether for inattentivity, whether for uh, not hearing at all, whatever reason it is, we must not confirm God's word. When we have received God's word, let it be God's word. Because heaven and earth will pass away, but this world will not pass away. You see, if when you start losing faith in the world, you know what you do? Pick it and leave it again. I know I love the way God operates. God's word is not time bound, it's eternity bound. Yes. So if it looks like they gave it, they, there's a timing for the word that looks like it's not happening. You pick the word back again and say, God, you didn't give me this word from time perspective. You gave me from what? Eternity perspective. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Go over the word. God's word is not time bound. God does not speak from time, he speaks from eternity. That's why I believe more in seasons than in precise time. 
I can tell you, we're in a season of this. The time the thing we have for Christianity, I may not know, but it's a season. So what do I do? In the course of that season, I have to keep engaging the word to keep my spirit refreshed with that word. Because when this becomes our habit, no death, no old problem will come and trouble us. No devil will come and talk us out of the word of God. There are times where Daniel 11 verse 32 becomes our reality. We have to move the world of God for ourselves. Only on this ground will we not allow things try to confound us after hearing God for ourselves. If we don't do this, we will hear God for the gospel, yet things, people, challenges, situations, they confound us. And we start living in the confrontation. Before you know, the devil shoots us out of God's family. The same thing we need to give is what he seeks to do to us. We must stand on the word. If we hear him say it, let God be true. You are there under the sound of my voice. You've not made Jesus your Lord and personal Savior. That's the greatest decision you can ever make. You want to make that decision now? I encourage you to do it. Say this prayer for me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. But today, I know that He died and resurrected. Jesus, with my heart, I believe. And with my mouth, I confess that I am my Lord and personal Savior. I surrender my life to you. Jesus, because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray for everyone who has made this prayer. Thank you for receiving them in the beloved. Thank you for granting them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their life. Be glorified in Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Now, before we pray, I want to pray for everyone who is sick under the sound of my voice. You're sick in your body, sick in your mind, sick wherever, in your soul. You're believing God for a miracle. You want, to, you want the Lord to intervene in your, in, your, in your situations? I want to pray for you now. And I want us to join our The word of God is true. Yes. It's true. I don't need anybody to confirm the word of God for me. The word of God is the greatest confirmation of God. So why do I need anybody to confirm it? The Bible says, by his stripes, you were healed. Past tense. And it says, you are healed. Present tense. Anyone that works best for you, take it. If it is past tense that works best for you, take it. If it is present that works best for you, do what? Take it. But one thing sure is that you are healed. Amen. You are healed. Amen. So yes, you have to faith together. Put your left hand in that part of your body where you need healing. Raise up your right hand and let's cause sickness and disease together. In the name of Jesus, we cause sicknesses and diseases. Amen. We cause every symptoms, Amen. every manifestation Amen. of infirmity. Amen. We cause you to the root in the name of Jesus. Amen. We cause blindness. Amen. We cause deafness. We cause dumbness. We cause the mute spirits. We cause every spirit of deprogression. And we command progression now in the name of Jesus. We cause every disorder. And we command them to be ordered now in the name of Jesus. We decree healing in bodies, in souls, in minds. In the name of Jesus. We cause every form of satanic oppression and manipulation. We cause them to the root in the name of Jesus.
Thanks for listening to this teaching. We believe you were blessed listening to this prophetic and life-changing teaching episode. We would like to receive your praise report of your encounter with the Lord through the ministry of Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. To send in your praise report or make a request, kindly send us an email via chimdiohahunaministry at gmail.com. If you need more information about the ministry and would like to give a love offering today, you can visit our website via www.chimdiohahunaministry.org. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. Wow. Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimdi and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit chimdioahunaministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through chimdiohahunaministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.